You know, it's interesting that you brought that up because these tournaments, it's really these opportunities where really our whole community shines throughout the fishing industry and all that. And we're all, it's more so you may not have the biggest turnout or you may not have the biggest, um, um, I guess, participation, but everyone typically shows up and is super supportive of something like that. 100%. Even if it's five people, every person that's there is, I get people all the time. Messaging me, when are you going to bring this? I was going to ask you. We've gone on hiatus for over a year. We stopped because of COVID. Right. Um, And during that time. We did the last tournament. That was the Friday the 13th. The Friday the 13th. I wore that shirt yesterday. I have. I love that shirt. I remember Darren and I. That tournament was was awesome. I I think it was more of a bullshit session. It was kind of creepy, but we still put a line in the water. Even weirder. Check this out. That was the first Friday the 13th tournament. It rained a little bit. Yes. Ugly night. I sat in my car most of the night. Yeah. Waiting for everyone to come back. We did the weigh-ins at like, what, 1030 or 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. It was a weird late night one. Friday the 13th. Jason, perfect. You're perfect. Great. <laughs> yep. The next one was at Dixon for a trout derby, Friday the 13th. Rained, stormed all day, flipping boats over. They called the boats in. Telling you, any other Friday the 13th, beautiful weather. Do a fishing tournament on it? Ugly. <laughs> and I'm on board for that. Yeah, exactly. That's, well, that's what you're all about. Weather. You know, the, the, the whole weather the ghoulie thing. Yeah. I had yeah. you before. It's you all horror and dark. And <laughs> What's that? I had everyone fucking beat. You know what? And was he did. I, Jesse had me beat. And then I caught one a little bit bigger. Wait, he fucking the, wrapped it up. That the was the tournament. Minute. A certain somebody got mad at me for entering. <laughs> was that the tournament where we, we pinned trout trailer for mm-hmm. Uh, Whisker Bay. Whisker Bay, and we gassed it out. So we all drank and ate Mexican food and stuff <laughs> the night before. <laughs> Bro! And there's a tiny... You, have you fished Dixon yeah. in a while? He knows the Mexican place. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we fished I've this had cove. We fished this cove that's really small, and there was about nine of us, in, nine boats in there, yeah. making a horseshoe around the cove. About four boats. Four, and four every boats single one of us, like ten of us from the night before that hung out together, were all blasting ass. Drunk. All of us we in this cove. Over, like you could smell business. it. The whole cove smelled like shit. And there was a dude. There was a dude on shore that, for the first couple minutes, was laughing. He Older it was guy. Funny he's it was like, "Y'all killing me!" And then all of a sudden, <laughs> he, he left. He's all. It smells so bad. It was. It was literally like every two minutes. I couldn't believe was, it. Somebody was ripping ass. So, yeah. It, it, we were, I was on the boat with Steve. The down was died. the worst because everybody at the end of the cove, because we're at the very tip, and we were the ones getting the most fucking like wind going, and then all of a sudden the, the fucking cloud would roll by their face, and you hear them go, "That's the." That's a, that's a difference in a trout derby to a, a saltwater bass tournament. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the trout derby is, is you're a little hungover. Everyone hung out the night yep. before. The saltwater bass tournament, I, everyone comes I, with their A game. I um I woke up that morning. We stayed in the cabin, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had rented the cabin for So, everybody. yeah, we stayed in the fucking cabin. It was a group of us. We drank all night. Um, we drank I, till 4 in the morning. We had to be up at 4.30. Yeah, oh so I gosh. took a nap. I woke up. And, oh, no. <laughs> I woke every. I was everybody's rooster because I was going, and they were just laughing at me, we, we and I was laughing up, too. <laughs> we woke up to Jesse throwing up. Oh wow! So, yeah. so just before I forget, it, for the listeners, if you follow Ghoulie Jigs or War Paint Customs or Doc Talk Podcasts, is it called Podcast Doc Talk on, on Instagram, Instagram? Yeah. Okay, Podcast Doc Talk. Um, One Handed Angler. What's your Instagram? Uh, Chris Arecha. Okay. And then <laughs> mine is just Ghoulie Jigs. So 
if you follow any of us in the next few weeks, look for something to pop up of a of a bay bass tournament. We always have subcategories with the calico halibut and yeah. sand bass. Perfect. So it, it kind of touches on everyone's specialty. Look for that, and it'll be put on by all of us, and it'll hopefully be at LP in Oceanside. If not, we'll figure something out. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah. If we have to get permits to do De Anza or Shelter Island, um, that might even be better, and still have Jeff come sh- set up a booth. Even Fast Lane, Ron, Fast, you know, yeah. I think Ron would be be more than happy to host something. In Fast Lane is lot. another good one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the whole Dana Landing. Dana, I was in with Dana Landing for a while, so I'm sure we could still do it there. And either way, just yep. keep keep an eye out for it and look for the. If the not, flyer. dude, we'll run out of the back of my fucking truck. That's Wherever <laughs> it happens, we've done some really <laughs> underground derbies. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Some of the first tournaments were so sketched, thinking that we're on the Oceanside Harbor uh, beach, thinking we we're gonna get popped. Like cops rolled up on the beach and watched us for thirty minutes at the first one. Well, dude, the the first one I did at Oceanside, we got stopped by uh, Fish and Game. Really? Want no? You Coming know, in on the launch ramp. No, we, I was shore pounding. I didn't have a kayak yet, and so oh, shit. Um, I'm like, oh my god! And I got my nephew with me, and I told him, I seen the guy walk up towards us. I'm like, don't say a word, just let me talk. <laughs> and he just wanted to know what we were catching. Yeah, you know, what did you guys just come out to fish, or you know, what's uh, what's going on out here today? No, no we're, we're just coming out to fish. Tournament. You know, <laughs> no, I didn't say no. <laughs> well, a lot of people did. Um, so, so you know what I'm talking about? Then the dude was seen of what was being caught was just looking for numbers. You know, totally. And, and there's a lot of them in the harbor that just want to know what's being caught. Yeah. They could, they honestly couldn't even care less if you have license, sadly. Yeah, they didn't ask for it. Like, how many did you catch today? How, what size were they? Okay, cool, thanks. Have a nice day. Yeah. Like, all right. But that got sketched, so that's when we started doing it legit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, when it, when it went to LP, man, it was, it was a blast. It was a fun. Everyone I mean, we'll get Kyle, uh, Wolfpack Brewing. Um, yep. I've been meaning to hang out with him, and he was a great sponsor for Big his base and his Kyle. beer. Dude, I love that guy. Another one of the OGs. He is amazing. Yeah, um, He's gone yeah. through a lot of hardships in the last year. Has he? Uh, he lost his dad and his mom. Oh, mm. that's horrible. So, like, within, I want to say, uh, like, six months of each other or something. I mean, he, he's had a rough go, but he's kept his chin up. He's Kyle. I mean, can't stop him. So, yeah, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll make it fun. Get filthy involved. Well, he, he can be the stripper. Yeah. <laughs> he, you know what, man? That guy's always... Um, He's the mayor. He is the mayor. He, he is... I, you know, it's funny because when I first always started got a great attitude. and I met him, he, he wasn't quite involved like he is now with all the companies. And I see him now, I'm like, dude, you're like, without being signed, you're like an ambassador for literally yeah. everybody. Like, you promote everybody in the community. He's always been like that. He's just solid. Just he, the, the guy's got a great attitude. He totally does. All, always cheer, cheerful. He, cheer- he cheers me up all the time. Oh, he yeah. messages me, and I'm, like, in a shit mood. Yeah. Like, oh, my back's broken, and I'm losing my business, and fuck. He's <laughs> 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 like, he'll, he'll just send me a, a kissy face. Yeah. And I'm like, like, all right, cool. <laughs> and when it comes from <laughs> Phil, you're like, all right, cool, I got that. I'll take it, dude. Thank you, man. Little reach around, never did anybody any harm. Same with, same with any of you guys that I talk to. I mean, right? It, you know, we're all really good about keeping each other positive. And yeah, that's, that's and that's what it's all about, man. This, this. Uh, that's why I really appreciate a lot of the stuff that's done, like yep. what we're doing mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, we appreciate you guys for having us on. So thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, boys. Appreciate 100%. you. Just, I kind of like <laughs> <laughs> swooped into this. Well, you, you know, when, when, as soon as as soon as I saw that message come in from you, I, I thought. Why didn't I ask him to begin with? 
You know, it's like. Well, in all fairness, when you first had the idea for this podcast and you asked me if I would want to come on. That was over a year ago. At, over a year ago. At the time, I had a lot of mixed feelings about I know. the fishing community. Yep. And I was in a bad place. And I said, it's not a good idea to have me on there because it's going to be hard for me to not veer off course and, yeah. and go on a rant about things that I don't like. Yeah. And I've worked through all those issues. So, th- <laughs> and you know, and it's taken that long for us a to year. get off the ground too, you know, uh, it's a lot of work. Well, you guys did yeah. it legit. Like, these are super nice. Like, yeah, you know. Phones, everything's really nice. <laughs> yeah. Nick, they're going to give you a run for your money, bro. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> I don't know about that. He's, he's what, two years in now? Oh, God, no. Five? Yeah. He's got yeah. he's got a lot of episodes oh, up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's. Yeah. I, uh, and he's got a great top podcast. Yeah, I was on there three or four years ago, and I mean it's legit. He's Matt a good was dude. One of the first OGs. Episode on nineteen. Nice. I had to look before I came here because right. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Before Daniel from Redemption Swim Baits, I'll give another shout out there. Daniel. We're on the <laughs> same you, same podcast. Me and Daniel. Wow. That's how we met. Sitting that's awesome. like this Very and cool. never met each other in our lives, but we're on the same show. Right. <laughs> we yeah. Fish San Clemente with Benny Florentino. Yeah. <laughs> that was such a... How was that? OG right there, dude. Yeah, yeah. that guy's a stick. Yeah, we Absolutely. had fun with How it. was yeah. that? How was that trip? Great. It well, was great for Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I was fishing hookup baits at the time, and they work well out there. Mm-hmm. Hindsight 2020, I wish I wasn't. I wish I would have fished other stuff while I was out there because right. you don't get that opportunity all the time. Right. And I feel like those baits are just like for beginners kind of. No, no cap on anyone. Right, right. To each their own. But for that trip, we were fishing. They were fishing a lot of weedless swim baits that they hand poured. Daniel hand poured, and I, I kind of went the other route because I was like close having for them. Wish I wouldn't have, but whatever. It was a beautiful trip. Benny was a great guide. He did a great job. Benny's we had awesome. A lot, regardless of the fishing being a little bit slow, we had a great time. We laughed a lot, and learned a shitload. And I fell. This is the first time ever on a choppy boat ride back where I was getting soaking wet. I fell asleep sitting up, <laughs> sitting up holding onto the rails, the two rails in front of me, the whole time for like an hour. I fell asleep, and so this guy woke me up when we were pulling into the LV. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. And That's and funny. Benny's boat, like it's it's a Cadillac, man. He oh. just got a brand new one well, last last year. Okay, so I've been on that one, but this was okay. right before he actually got the new upgrade. Okay. So it was a little bit choppier, a little bit wetter of a ride. His new mm-hmm. boat is still actually really nice, though. Oh, it's still a yeah. beautiful boat. Beautiful the Ranger ride. boats are, <laughs> yeah, game over. Oh yeah, it, yeah. I see Mako boats that are like that too, like really nice. But man, the Ranger's yeah. been in the business a long time. Yeah. And speaking of Benny, he's actually I know uh, at the time or by the time this podcast comes out, it'll probably be after the show. But he's going to be one of our speakers at the PCS show. Nice. He's doing a uh, an inshore um, seminar with his son Matt from AFCO. Oh, yeah. um, who else? Eric Landisfeen, uh, Jimmy Decker's going to be on there too. Oh, Jerry Mayhew. Yeah. See now, now I almost have to say like, wow, I get to be on a podcast that all these other greats get to be on, <laughs> and I'm nowhere close <laughs> to being anywhere. It's close really to those a cool. Guys. Feeling. Those are those are well, some. That, it's a cool feeling. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, you know, it's fun, man. We. Uh, you know, I, I had this idea over a year ago to do mm-hmm. this. And then I thought, man, I can't do this by myself. I don't know, you know, enough to do it. And I approached Chris. I'm like, hey, dude. It's not take easy, dude. It's not. Mm-hmm. I'm no. like, hey, you want to take this on with me? You want to do it? And he's like, yeah, man, let's let's nail it. And uh, it took us a little over a year to get it going because I had some, uh, well, you know, COVID. I had to shut my business down with it. And then I right. took a job with somebody else, and it caused me to work six days a week. 
got no time. Back on the grind. Back on the grind. And then I, I came across the job I got now. It's only worked four tens. Perfect. Yeah. And, and it's like, here we are on a Friday, having fun, drinking beers, and talking fishing. Do you try to fit a couple in every time so that you're not? Well, so with PCS coming up, we weren't, we're not going to be able to record that Friday. Oh, gotcha. So, you know, and we try to stay two, two to three weeks ahead because right. of stuff like that. So that's what also, like, I noticed if you can only record, like me and Jesse were trying to start one. It was just, it's so hard. <laughs> like, you have to have good recording equipment. It's yeah. it's a lot of hard work, but I will say Darren's really kind of the mastermind. I mean, we're in his studio for for crying out loud. Yeah, I just want to let awesome. you guys know this place is dope. It he is rigged it up. <laughs> this is a complete little studio he has in his house. He's got machine he's got guns all over the wall. He's, <laughs> he's got a rocket launcher hanging up two above of Matt them. right one now. Right here, a bazooka. There's a bazooka. <laughs> no, no, that's a that's a flashlight. Finger cuff. <laughs> That's a huge flashlight. It's, it's called you and it's called you and your homie. He's not all bubblegum, folks. <laughs> so the, the the story behind those uh, they're from a couple buddies of mine that are in the Marines, and so like the flag that's folded up up there was I sent to them, and they flew on their Humvee in Iraq and somewhere. It says on that certificate there that's been signed by their higher ups. And you sent them that flag, and they flew it. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Uh, I try to take care of my but my like my son gets deployed, my buddies get deployed. And Your son's Navy, right? Yes, sir. Yes. And uh, so we we try to take care of them. You know, we send them stuff they can't get. They, they get the that's awesome. They get the shot bottles of you know stuff and oh, you know. bananas. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Marines are whiskey drinkers, so uh, hey, whistle pig and and then uh, the flag that's up there in the triangle that came off of my son's ship the day he resigned for another six years. And this one over here came off of my, – my son's a small boat engineer. Mm -hmm. So anytime the ribs go in the water, he's on them. And that was the flag that was on his rib the entire deployment. That's why it's tattered. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So. That's cool. Got I remember got when your son um, first signed up. Yeah. That was when I first met you. Yep. He was yeah. first getting deployed. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Very admirable. We got to support our guys that uh, fight for our freedom. So. 100%. Yeah. I agree. I just, I'm just sitting over here with the easy job, just showing up to talk. <laughs> <laughs> that's a skill within itself, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a that's a thing that I, I feel like was doing well for a while is doing a lot of stuff for um, veteran and active duty. Well, wasn't that part of, of the, the Christmas off. deal that uh, the, the Phil Christmas did deal it? was totally for that? It was a toy drive, right? Uh -huh. For Christmas, yeah. Yep, and um, we did a couple that gave back to um, uh, Dixie Rec, mm -hmm. and. You know, I thought that was really cool, and I feel like it's kind of fallen off. It is. Like, I and feel and like it's gone more towards other things that are not really – nothing's irrelevant, but things right. that are not as, in my book, as, as Im important as fishermen to give back to. Right. And I feel like I, I feel like if we, like, on the tournament, let's say we work together and get this together, that's something that we can drive towards helping again. Yes. That was my whole thing. Everything I've done since I started Angler – I mean, I've done small charities for like um, toy drives at Christmas, yeah, mm -hmm. and little things here and there. But it was always about um, military, active yes. duty, and veterans. Well, especially that being from San Diego, right? Military town. Military town. I grew up in Vista and Oceanside, right next right. to Camp Pendleton. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't military, but my grandfather was, and my best friend in high school was a Marine for sixteen years. Wow. Twelve, 12 years. Sorry, twelve years. Long enough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, 
But that's kind of what got me going before I even did any of the fishing stuff. Was like, no, there's nothing for these guys. And a lot of the homeless dudes that I would befriend when I was a surfer, <laughs> like my morning group of dudes that I would have coffee with when I lived by the beach when I was younger, was a group of homeless dudes that were all military vets, right. all homeless. Mm-hmm. And we'd sit there and shoot the shit, and I'd hear their stories, and I'm like, so I'd bring them donuts and coffee and stuff, and you know, just my kind of way of helping them out. Yeah, see, that mm-hmm. that's another that's. We gotta get that. We gotta get back to that. We gotta get back to that, and I feel like it was going really strong for a couple of years. It was. And we have to kind get of like. We have to get back to that as a society. As too. a society, yeah. Ghoulie jigs. I focused more on sales the last year. I'll be honest. Yeah. Instead of giving back, but I'm like, okay, angler, three years straight, I gave nothing but back. Right. And I never got anything in. Right. So I'm like, I have to build a business first before I can even. Otherwise, well, it's worthless to give back. You don't have Everyone to give back does. 365. We well, can, you know, here and the, there, here and there, the Christmas yeah. drive, the, the, you know, so yeah, or do one where all the funds go to putting vets on the water. Yes, I like Dustin's thing that he does a lot. Um, I've tried to give back to that a few times. I've sponsored one paid trip, and then I took him out on a trip at Dixon with a group. Right, and I, I had a really good time with him. I mean, Dustin's a hilarious fucking dude. <laughs> he is, and, <laughs> and, and, and he's a marketing genius. When he's, it comes he's to really he is. has the craziest one-liners. He's he's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he's seen a lot in his life, yeah, and that's where a lot of that comes from, his experience. Mm-hmm. And I met him at Mission Bay, De Anza, during the tournament. He said I let him come set up a booth, and him, me, and Pops and Crystal just shot the shit all morning. I was like, this guy's my people. I like this guy yes. a lot. Um, so we should we should really focus on that. Well, if we can get the uh, the tournament back going, and we can all get involved with it, and yeah. let's, let's get something going where yeah. we can start giving back. I don't see. I, I, I honestly think the reason why Jeff hasn't wanted to do it is because it'll be all him doing it, he right. feels like. Yep. And it's, it's too much for one person. But yeah. if we can have a gang of us. Yeah, exactly. Then we're golden. And if we can donate the profits or whatever, or portion of proceeds go to Dixie Rec. And, and I, only, I always reference Dixie Rec because I'm not in with any other organization. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dustin is the only link I have to military organizations that involve fishing. Yeah. Um, And combat jigs. I know he he does a lot for vets. Right. um, Oh, my dude. Kyle. Dustin's here with us. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, if we can help him out getting vets on the water. Oh, and that's another thing like we could do with the tournament that we used to do is um, vets don't pay an entry fee. Right. Yep. You know, so you why, show military. why don't we do this? Why don't we have you back on when when Dustin comes on next month? OK. And we can talk about it more. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. And if we all pull together, I think it'd be a fun event. Um, I think getting foods. the I think getting the CCA involved would be a great thing too. yeah. Try to, you Absolutely. know, like I said Let's earlier, make it a CCA event. OK. LP. Okay. And have um, headliners like Dixie Wreck and War Paint and Ghoulie Jigs and Tug of War. You you don't have to have a website to sell a booth. I mean, you could he's got to make baits though. Yeah, I might come out of retirement. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm just saying. Need, people want them. Like, we yeah, need, dude. I've got so many messages on Instagram. We I'm, need I'm some sorry, squid I'm jigs. Not, I'm not ignoring people. I just. Build we, it and they will come. We need some squid yeah. jigs. That's something though that you could build inventory for. Because you know what? Buy it, it there. Hey, it feels the same on a fish's mouth. In case you were wondering, so <laughs> it's just a, it's just a logo thing. So, hey, it feels the same in a fish's mouth, man. In case you were wondering. That's right. So yeah. And since you're coming out of retirement, just send me the order form too. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Hey, here's the thing, Chris. With you, for the homies, I always we have we have a reserve stash, don't we? 
Yes. We do. We have reserves. Well, you guys need all the if time. people, yeah, you let me know, and we so make things happen. We, Appreciate we, it. We go on the, this CCA rockfish trip, and Steve brings his prototype squid jigs that he's that he's working on. <laughs> I if if he had stock with him, he could have sold a thousand jigs that day. The funny thing is, is do you know how many people started making? Yeah, Knock, oh, knockoffs. Yeah, yep. Yep. I noticed and see, that. that. And that's what goes back to like where I said, you know what, dude? With Insta- I'm not posting pictures on Instagram. If anybody knows me, you know that I haven't posted in probably a year and a half maybe. I'm not – because it gets to a point where everybody starts copying everybody else. I don't get it, dude. Like, hey, be, be unique. Be original. Come up with your own ideas. Do your own thing. It's so hard because I, I, I spoke with a guy in Washington the other day who, with his Facebook page. And I told him, up there, you guys don't have the competition that we have down here. Right. 80% of my sales are out of state. Out of state. Because mm. there's so much competition down here. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they, he, he could not grasp that. He's like, wow. why are you charging X amount per jig? Or I can buy from a company up here for X amount. I'm like, then buy from them. Yeah. I don't have the luxury yeah. of selling at that rate where I live. Yep. And, and the copying down here is out of hand, for sure. It mm-hmm. is. But they don't really, when well, I think about it with plastics, they don't have an option. And then, then the other problem <laughs> is, too, is the, hey, g- give me some free and I'll post oh, it on, God, on yes. Instagram. So and I, I, know, I, and I know that that. that was part of your, your problem with ACC. With the ACC was huge. Every single day That's people would message me, I can wear your clothes at my school. I can wear them at my tournament. I can wear them here. And I'm like, okay, that's awesome. But I have 20 guys. I have 20 guys doing that, and I still don't get sales. Right. So I'm giving away product left and right, getting nothing back, and that's not cool. Um, <laughs> where with the jig thing, it costs way less, obviously. So yeah. I can hand out product all day, and it does nothing to my, my overhead, right. really. Yeah. But <clears throat> I just fresh air here. Yeah, it's really hard for people down here um, it, because they come up. It's not the same colors and the same style. <laughs> It's the same product. They, yes, tr- <laughs> I, s- I smell that. We got a dog invasion here. Air biscuits galore. Rivington. <laughs> and what it is, you know, you guys want to know what it really is? Because I've the last year I've done a lot of thinking, a lot of thinking. Like you know, it sounds like it. If you're willing to bring back the tournaments, it sounds like you've been doing a lot, of, a thinking. lot of thinking. I like the idea that we're bringing it back as a collaboration. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, I don't want to bring it back as a series as one company. Right. I think it could do better than that. I think that was a cool jump off point. Yeah. To get it going. Because teamwork makes it's the, the dream, dream work. Hundred percent, dude. And if it, it, it was hard for me, Pops and Crystal, to run those three people, it's yeah, a lot of work. way yeah. too little. How is Pops? Pops is doing good. He's got some, um, cause you know he's been a mechanic his whole life, so right. he's got really bad carpal tunnel in his right hand. Mm. So he. Pardon me, boys and girls. Yeah, his hands, his hand gets really bad. You know, right. keeps him up at night. And this last trip we did to Pyramid, you know, in the morning, the and unfortunately it was the morning where the bite was just stupid. Right. We're about thirty minutes into this. He's caught a double digit and four other fish, and he's like, "I gotta go to the car." I'm like, "Ah, shit. You want yeah. me to go in with you? No, I'll go in." Left his ladder, went in, and he was gone for about an hour. 
come back. It didn't kill him because he caught a 11 and a half and a 10 the night before and then caught right. a 10 that morning. So he wasn't hurting, <laughs> but yeah. he was hurting. So he's good other than that. And then, you know, Crystal works full time and does her thing. And she, she said she would help with the tournaments, but they gave her a lot of anxiety. She had a lot because she's a perfectionist where I'm like more like I've had five beers. Like, let's be lenient <laughs> and have fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, not on measurements, but, you know, as far as timing. Yeah. Like, oh, babe, uh, you got to stop talking. It's 3.30. Writing's got to be by the I don't minute. give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, I, I understand that my, my wife's the same way. She, I she totally was, get She'd it. be the same way. I get it. But at the same time, you know as well as I do. Fishermen will hang out there Forever. all day long. Every, you look around and you see everyone in a conversation with a beer in their hand. They're having a great meeting time. Meeting people. Meeting do, people, yep. new networking, whatever they're doing. Yep. This episode is a classic example of that. 100%. <laughs> yes, totally, it is. Totally. We're at probably three hours by now. Yeah. <laughs> do we do we break the record yet? Are we the not, longest episode? Nope, not yet. <laughs> really? Nope. What, what, I, I'm just curious. How long have we gone? Uh, one hour forty four minutes. Holy smokes, dude! Wow. <laughs> yeah, and, and we haven't really touched on what we were gonna, supposed to touch on. What, what, were, what do you want to touch? We on? were all gonna talk about bait making, and we just kind of touched <laughs> on it. And we touched on it. You want to touch? Well, no, we kind of touched on it. We <laughs> well, didn't. We touched on it. Yeah. Okay. We make so, baits. So yeah. since you brought that up, uh, Steve, what I have in my hand, I believe it's one of your baits, right? Yeah, that's my mackerel. So. This brings back super great memories because I know you handed me one of these at Cedros. Yep. I made uh, I made like uh, I don't know what like sixty baits for the group because oh, that least. was one of the things that we agreed to do yep. as a group is that everybody was gonna bring kind of like a bake off or, or like a you know, a potluck like, right yeah, yeah exactly everybody was gonna share something and bring something for the group as yeah. a com- as a communal contribution to mm-hmm. our to what we were doing so I I remember texting Darren and showing him. I was like out in my garage pouring baits for probably two weeks straight. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the yellowtails were poured baits. They weren't painted. They were poured, right? Everything I did for that trip was, was hand poured. And those yellowtails came out amazing. Thank you. I I want one just to hold on to. Just I to have, have some left. <laughs> All right. I still owe Jeff some. I actually pulled some extra baits for him. Hey, but if I think he's going to be at the PCS show too. Okay. So... You're up. But anyway, so what I was alluding to, this bait that I have in my hand, you hand it to me, I think, the second day. So I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try it. And so I was fishing off Tim's baits, and then the second half of the day where we went up to the north, the Punta Norte, and all of a sudden we were just fishing in this cove, and I pulled this thing out, and literally it only took one cast, and I got my PB of Calico. Dude. It, it must yeah, have been like right? an eight-pound eight, yeah, eight Eight and a half, I think. Dude, it was awesome. That's a nice it was calico. cool. Nice calico. Six oh. inch my personal weedless. best is yes. like five and a half. Yes. Like I couldn't even imagine. But Jesse, it. we want we want to go ten inch weedless. No, no, no bigger weedless. Yeah, we, bigger weedless. What to was that one you sent the other day, Jesse? Was that eleven inch fluke? Oh yeah, dude. I was telling you, that's a fluke right Jesse there. Jesse likes him big. Well, <laughs> my, you know, ta- talking with Kevin, you know, you want to go big. And a little heavier to get down past the smaller ones. That's because the, the smaller ones won't really go at it. Yeah, to They'll get ignore the big it. ones. Yep. And you know, as of right now, Kevin's actually going to be down there for the summer. Yeah, I heard that he was going to be kind of helping Jeff and running the charter service. Yeah, which is going to be perfect. It's going to be awesome. He already promised us that he's going to be there for our trip, so that's all, all I care about. He is, when he gets on the water, he's a wild man. He <laughs> he just wants to put fish on the deck. 
yeah, fish I, on I the was, deck. I remember listening to that first podcast and and starting to look at the nomads that he was mm-hmm. talking about, the, right? The Mackerel, yeah, nomad, and how he thinks that that's going to end up being what the new Yellowtail record is going to be hung on, right? And just looking at that bait and understanding the action and, and how it's fished, I can see that because one of the things that I saw when I was there at Sagebrush was the wolf packs. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! In. And that was the crazy thing when I'm 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 burning back a surface iron because I, I love fishing iron baits, mm-hmm. and if I'm not fishing a Weaver Sedai core, I want to go and, and fish the iron because I'm fishing that iron and I'm burning that thing back, and I'm watching seven calicos, you know, trying to feed it, and then all of a sudden there's seven or eight <laughs> 40 to 50 pound yellowtails falling right behind the, the oh, pack of calicos. Oh, dude, gets me all the, excited. I, yeah, I've got goosebumps so right now just thinking you, about You'll it. see these and seven I'm, calicos coming at you, yeah. and the next thing you know, they just go, and they, fl- they flare off because there's five, six yellows coming right behind the wolf them. wolf pack of yellowtail. Then you start coming. burning it, right? Yeah. yeah. No, but yeah. that's the thing. They'll follow that thing all the I way up to the boat. I got bit right at the boat when I was ready to pull it out and like recast. Like they decided to go right at the boat. A yeah. yellow. No, a or yellow like big musky fishing where you got to sit there and maybe start doing like the figure eights mm-hmm. at the side they of the boat. They hang at the boat. They'll hang there. Yeah, they'll hang. It's really? the craziest thing I've what? ever seen. Crazy. Huh. And that's what I, you know, I remember we did the, the podcast with Jeff while we were there on the island. Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't want to take away, but I think that I was the one that said that this place is magical. Yeah, that, that we mm-hmm. talked about we we it's, we. It's a it magical. Sounds like it's magical. Like, oh, dude! And For yellowtail and calico fishermen, yeah, it sounds yeah. really. But magical. here's the thing, and this is what I will say about it: it's you don't have to be a good fisherman to go there <laughs> and catch. <laughs> don't let that fish. secret out. Yeah, I, don't. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, you know, it's because I've had this conversation with guys that I know that are just amazing sticks, and they're like, "Amazing fishing doesn't make you an amazing fisherman." Well, but what it does do that's true that, that is, is true. It, it inspires you it inspires yeah. you and if anything that's the thing and and i've had to learn that recently because as a trout fisherman i get you know i, yeah. I saltwater fish too i can hang oh, with yeah. the best of them yep but i'm a trout fisherman that's my passion and i i get guys that are friends of mine that are saltwater dudes that rip on me every now and then and i'm like yeah well at least i don't pay some fucking guy to you know go <laughs> take me out and put me on the fish right you know, i go hike but, and find you know, him what else is cool with you is if if uh so Jeff, Jeff will jump between boat and boat, you know, day to day. He's going to different panga. But when Jeff's on the boat with you, you're it's a con- party. It's, it, not only is it a party, but you're constantly getting a history lesson of the island. See, that's yeah. sick. Yeah. And that's you're learning. Yes. He loves that island, like, yeah. with a passion. See, and that, most of us are like I didn't sponges. want to come home. I, yeah. was, I was trying to figure out. That, I remember looking at Darren the last day that we were there, and I was watching. With a little sunrise. tear in your eye. I did. What was I it, had three, my coffee cup. Yeah, it was a three-day. Three-day yeah. fishing. And I looked at Darren, and I said, I need you to try to explain to my wife why I'm not going. <laughs> I needed you to buy me a couch. <laughs> yeah. he, was, he was lost to the fish gods. Yeah, and I, but, I, I was when, like, when you stepped out to take your phone call, we kind of uh, uh, touched on how much Jeff loves that island because of, and I was telling him about how much he gives back when, mm-hmm. you know, with the fishing and, and 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 the fish that we catch, some of it goes to the island members and stuff, and yeah. it's just perfect. Uh, like I said, he loves that island. He loves the people with that island. Like you could totally tell, just talking to him for five minutes about Cedros, and <laughs> he really is like Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> over Kissing there, babies and shaking hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the fisherman so, and the carpenter. I, I, so if the he sto- starts the doing story? baptisms there, then we really know. <laughs> yeah, that. So he's got here, it on lockdown. The but. story behind him, by Steve calling him Jesus, was we're all sitting around 
the the little he's got a uh, he, everything he's built at that house came off the island. It's it's all made out of rock. He's got but the he wood burning pizza oven himself, and yeah, and a fireplace. No way. And a fireplace. He built that entire. He built that garage over a weekend. His entire village yeah. that wow. he's built. Was his, he a construction his, worker up here? Yeah. So yeah, this is yeah. where I'm going with this. Ah, so, he's a carpenter. <laughs> so <laughs> we're, we we're we're passing the moonshine around that I that I had brought down there, right? And, uh-huh. and Steve looks at me, goes, "You're a carpenter." And a fisherman, <laughs> you're Jesus, Jesus of Nazareth, right? <laughs> so, so the following day, Chris catches him walking around the truck kissing babies. <laughs> For real? Yes. I thought you were joking about no, that. That's no. a, that's People of the community come up. And yes. Kiss yeah, yeah. He, when he's pulling his boats off the launch ramp, he gets out, and the community's standing there, and he walks up and he starts like blessing them and kissing <laughs> babies on the forehead and. Well, like, you know what? This guy. He's giving food away. Yeah. yeah. And other things. He's, he's, I would he's, kill. That would, to me, mean more than money. Yeah. yeah. That's right. what it is for him. I think it, 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 yeah. giving yeah. back to the community, it goes right back to what we've been talking about today on this podcast, mm-hmm. about giving back to the community yep. as fishermen. Yeah. If you want to actually, again, take your pictures, put them on Instagram, mm-hmm. be that guy, but take some of your time and energy and give back. Yep. At mm-hmm. the end of the and, day, that's and, what it gets down to. We give back. It's a, cool in a place like that where you don't that need you believe in. You don't need social media down there to give back to your own community no. and no. be recognized. And not that you're looking for recognition, but to know that it's meaning something. What we're up here. What about examples for for people? What it, what, yeah, what set, it mean like? Set the so, right examples. Like what? Like so? What? What would be a good example for? I don't know. Um, for a fisherman to give back, say uh, just these new dudes that are coming up to the to the situation, like in the trout scene and stuff. Well, that are starting. What, well, what that, are that, that okay, so that goes that's towards muddied water these days. Yeah, but that, snag. But so that that goes towards. Here, here, remember, what I'm we're saying like, what's the example that? How can these folks help? I mean, that's so probably what they're looking at. I'm, I'm going to tell. I'm going to tell you right now. It's, it's you've got to stay humble, and you've got to remember where you came from, and, and all, and and sh- and. Share share your knowledge. Let someone learn. I'm not saying give your fishing spots away, no, but, but share your fishing t- knowledge, your technique. Yeah. You know th- that's a prime example of giving back. Yeah, you're having a hard time on the water. Try this. Do this. You know, try this technique. This cadence. You know, it's it's oh, subtle dude. because it can sp- it can start with talking it, to one person and yeah, and the one it person that doesn't person sound is. like a lot, but it is. But when you hear back, um, I shared on my story feedback from a guy that I guided like two years ago. Right how he took his knowledge that I taught him on freshwater and took it to saltwater and has done phenomenal things. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that was like two years later feedback that helped me. Wasn't any financial feedback, but Mm -hmm. helped me out knowing that I helped this dude out. Yep. The unfortunate part is people get clouded with social media clout these days. And when they're starting a new business, looking for that sponsorship, looking for a sponsorship or looking for sales with a new fishing business. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're only doing all these charitable. This is this is me just being me and and being honest. The, some of these people only do charitable things to help their own business, and it's muddied the water. Yep, a hundred percent. Because some of it, if you really do the numbers on it, they're not doing anything. Nope. It's a very minimal contribution, but their take in was exponential. So at our um, at the CCA banquet for the Inland Empire, for every table that okuma sold they donated one for first responders is that how that works yes. so for every uh fire station or police station basically first responders 
for every table that they bought, Okuma would buy another table for their spouses to come. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah. You know who I saw out at Pyramid last time that we had drinks next to? Who? Um, Mark Rogers and Mike Bennett. Really? From Okuma. Nice. Nice. They were sitting right across from us, and I know who they are. They don't know who I am. Right. <laughs> but they're talking to these gentlemen that were our neighbors mm-hmm. at another table. And the guys, I can hear the questions. And I'm like, these guys don't have social media. <laughs> yeah. Don't they don't know anything. They're yeah. from L.A. and Rivers. Yep. You know, these being, two dudes. being successful at fishing, it's not a bad thing by any means. But when you're successful or we're all successful at it, it inspires others too. hundred percent. Where you know, if it really comes uh, comes true when you have that newbie who's just getting into it or just trying it out or whatnot, and if they're successful, it benefits all of us because it's, it's exposing our sport, the one that we love, to another person and growing the community. Hundred percent. Right. Yep. Well, and I will say though, real quick, as you are now finding passion in that sport also try to find what the correct etiquette is yes that's where i was gonna go for that sport because that is something that i feel that we are now lacking well it's not being sometime. passed down it's not true being passed down so th- there's rules just like there is in basketball and fucking football there's everything offsides. has proper rules and etiquette there's there's mm-hmm. space there's there's you know like i don't know if i would compare it to those sports but i would compare it to golf because there is etiquette in golf mm-hmm. i mean th- in any sport there's what I'm trying to get at is you're going to have to respect your opponent. It, and that might be your fucking fellow fisherman because what are you guys doing? You're after catching fish, right? How many fish are in the ocean? You're out there There's to catch plenty. the biggest one, right? There's more fish than there are you in the ocean. You know what I mean? Well, if you're chasing trout, I wouldn't say the same as right now. Here's the sad, unfortunate thing. We get fishing licenses, right? Yes. Get a license to fish. There's no fucking test. You just go pay for it. People aren't required to read shit. Or answer nothing. Pay the fee, get the license. That's the problem. You need a you need to pass a test for a driver's license. Yeah, I had to go through an eight hour course just to get my hunting license, if I remember See? correctly. Yeah. That's a difference. Okay. Right. And I always compare I used to have a motorcycle license and I told my wife it's the dumbest fucking thing because anybody can get a motorcycle license. Yes. It takes zero knowledge. It's way easier than a driver's license, which is terrifying. Try you taking a CDL run. license test. Okay. Now, the fishing license thing, okay, I bring Steve-O here. He's never fished before. Mm -hmm. I bring him in fishing one time. Don't teach him nothing. Just show him how to catch trout on jigs. You're on your own, buddy. Taught him nothing else. Right. Didn't tell him, hey, go read up on rules and regulations, fresh and salt. Whatever you're going to fish, you want to know what you're going to do. What's right and what's wrong, what you can be ticketed for. And that's not happening. And that's why the fishing scene in some areas, is going the way that it's going. Trust me, I've diagnosed this over the last (laughs) years. Like, what's going to help people is to give them ideas to run with of, of, you know what I mean? Because so, you bought your fishing license, you you don't know where to fucking, or what to do. You're going to follow the homies. Your homie's fucking two years older than you and has been doing it, and you're a teenager as it is, and you're going over here, and you guys are walking and eyeballing fish on the shoreline and gill raping them with the fucking jig. See, that's the thing, like, those with etiquette, with that is you shouldn't be gill raping the damn fish. If it didn't go for your lure, you should walk on Snagging them at the, at, the, at the loading dock, or at the landing dock. So the number of this things. Is, this is what I was yeah. thinking. This is, this is where etiquette comes into play. I think you know what's right and wrong. I think that you think that there's no eyes on you when you're out there fishing, but I want to let you know that we are in the future, and there's cameras fucking everywhere. everywhere. 
and they're in people's pockets. Yeah, I was just or gonna say so everyone's got one. Honestly, you like mind your mind yourself when you're out there fishing, um, and and play by the fucking rules because after a while you're gonna get shunned out of the community. There's it may seem like a lot of us, but there's not. Well, it's very small. It's small community, but we know everybody. Yeah, ninety-seven now. I think thousand registered um, fishermen in the U.S. How many? Ninety-seven thousand in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Small. There was ninety thousand well, like three or four years ago. Chris, there was uh, during now, COVID the uh, sales of fishing license in California went up by how much? I want to say it was four million dollars or so. So, so break that down. Fifty six dollars yeah. a fifty. Say that we'll go the highest rate at that time was fifty six dollars. Fifty six bucks divided by four million. You're looking at that's half. That's five hundred thousand plus people. Quite a bit. So, th- but it was a four million dollar raise in the current b- from the current year. So that's like that's a lot of people. Yeah, I, I remember. So there's a lot more the, now than the there was before, and that's why yeah. you see the decline in fishing etiquette. And it's because it's a free I, for I see people with a fucking 12-inch halibut on their stringer in the lagoon because they bought their license at Walmart and didn't bother looking at any regulations. Right. Nobody told they them. They bit the hook. They're keeping it. Totally. Yeah, you know, it's funny because a good friend of mine, we talked uh, about six months ago about this, almost the exact same thing, where in hunting and in other sports, there's usually a, you know, some kind of, not a class, but some kind of organization to kind of walk you through. Correct etiquette and rules and regulations and all that and the fish he pointed it out a fishing industry doesn't have anything no. it does not have any organization no. like that i think he was referring to the like the nra or crpa they bank on a lot of the that fees. yes the fines yeah they yeah. bank on it they yeah. don't want you to know but with that being said i don't think there's enough fish and game wardens to oh, enforce the laws in the state i just was talking to the the other day about this with someone that there's nearly not enough fishing game for how many anglers you have in California. And then on top of that, they're too busy chasing down dope growers. That's what it is. That's the only. That's what yeah. they're doing. Well, fish and wildlife yeah, doesn't deal with just fishing. No, <laughs> you know. So, but there's no. th- if you look at the numbers, there's only like probably like six or seven of them down here besides North Cal. Dude. I want it. Oh like, yeah. I oh yeah. Say it's less. I want to say yeah. it's like five. But then th- we're not even having the conversation about how many private fisheries there are that don't require a license that then that's a whole other conversation where you don't have you know maybe there should be something in place like all you fuckers at santa Ana river lakes use your two (laughs) rod fucking (laughs) limit all right that's what i'm just say this right now two rods when when it comes to the private fishing thing i understand what you're saying and i think that's a lot of where the non-etiquette is learned 100 100 percent, and then they take it other places outside of that outside that it grows and festers Yes. Yep. So I, I and, and we could do a whole. I'll I'm be not kidding, a whole episode. If you've made it this far on the podcast, you just you, here's the real shit, right? We're so I'm playing around, joking, <laughs> getting to the nitty gritty in life, so okay? Fabian, and, who this one's for you? Favors, <laughs> love you, brother. And I'll, I'll be the first one to admit, I got a ticket for fishing without a license. I was 17, Darren, 17 dude, years old. Se- you're on the CCA board? Oh, my gosh. 17 years dude, old, right? I got to call Wayne right now. <laughs> 17 years old. You're going to be kicked out of Cedros and CCA. And you, 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 know, out of Cedros, so. you, you know where Dos Lagos is built up the road here? Yeah. Okay, Dos Lagos, two lakes. I know. There used to be two lakes there, and I used to fish that as a kid. I'm out there fishing, you know, small bass, throw, throw everything back, throw everything back. And this guy is walking around. He's got his fishing pole. He's got his tackle box. 
hey, catch anything? Yeah, you know, just throw them back, whatever. He walks around to everybody, right? Goes back to his truck, comes back down in his greens. Got a fishing license? Uh, nope. All right, come with me. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, he, he wrote me the ticket. I went, after he wrote me the ticket, went straight to Walmart. No test needed, bought a fishing license. Showed that you had it from the same. No test needed. No, no. no. And when I when I showed up to court, I was honest and told the judge. You got it that day. I got it right after I got the ticket. I got. I went down and got my license. You know, corrected the problem. Okay, dismissed. Yeah. Well, in all fairness, it, but my my first thing time was, offender, you should be dismissed. If well, you went no, bought yeah, it I, that I think day. you should be out of the CCA. <laughs> <if you laughs> the so my, Darren my, kept but, stringers of bass from that place, dude. But yeah. my, my thinking was, I'm I'm down in an old abandoned rock quarry. Yeah, gonna no one's going to come. Check. Yeah, I, at 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 the age of seventeen, you know, fishing game warden that knows about well, this place. This is my secret hole. He was the, cherry picking. The crazy part me. is, wardens like that will still look for places like that. As when they, they should have places like fucking Diamond Valley and all. Oh, those dude, other that's a fucking gold mine. That are a man. gold mine that five of them could show <laughs> up and meet quota for the month. Yeah. Really, at Diamond Valley on trial. The amount of people that show Promise. up there and snag fish that don't know how to fish. Other places that all too. All they want to do is grip and grin and long arm a trout and act like they're the bee's it's knees. To this that ain't fishing finesse world. fishing, wow. That ain't finesse fishing, boys and girls. Learn how to fish. Do it the right way. I'm sorry. I'm gonna get off the soapbox. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you know what though, uh, Steve, we we have this conversation every time we show up at the boat launch. Yeah. It's fishing etiquette, fishing etiquette, fishing etiquette. I'm I'm a huge advocate for and it. And why? My grandfather <laughs> taught it to me as a as a child. So growing up. Steve's grandfather's go, go, a G dude. Go that go to one of your tournaments. Go. I tell Steve, I'm all hey, let's just pull up to the boat dock, we'll unload our, our kayaks, put them next to the curb, we'll go park because I don't want to drag my kayak that far. Oh no, dude, we can't do that. We can't do that. That's that's bad etiquette. I'm like it's not even going to be in anybody's way. It's off to the, it's a kayak. No, dude, we can't do that. Steve's a stickler for the rules, man. He is. He is. He Good really you, is, Steve. and um, I, I appreciate it. Yeah. The first day he he out of the goodness of his heart when I started a guide service hired me, not knowing me, just the goodness didn't need to know how to fucking fish. We had talked a couple times. A couple times. Instagram. And what, he so wait, wait, I knew he was trying to get you, it off the ground. Do you talk with Steve a couple times, and you still took him on a guided trip? Well, oh, he was very nice over man. the, over the in, Instagram. So what, what what were you thinking after that trip? You're like, oh, God. We, dude, <laughs> we, yeah. we, became, we became best buddies on the exactly. water, dude. In exactly. the course of eight hours, we became best buddies and shot the shit all day and had, had good laughs. And there was a couple times I'm like, hey, man, um, here's the deal. That cove has fish in it, but there's already a few people in there on boats, and I typically wouldn't go in there. If you want to, we can, because I'm telling you there's fish in there. And he goes, no, we're not fucking doing that. Yeah. And we went and find another we'll school find on the lake right. where fish normally don't fucking hold. Trout normally don't hold in this spot, and we'll we found them and had a fucking A day on these so fish. You know what? And, again, it goes back to, and I, I collectively, as all you guys, I, I now consider you guys – very close friends of mine. Right. Correct. Real knows real. And when I say real, I mean R-E-E-L. As in a, like, real knows real. Like, as a good fisherman, and you start fishing side by side with another person that's as passionate about what we do as, as I am myself, mm-hmm. you know right away if you're either good or not. Yeah. And the ones that are good, we connect right away. Within 20 minutes. You, you'll yeah. notice it. Yeah. You'll see it. 
And that's the thing that I found funny about now, you know, being part of the Instagram world and the YouTube world <laughs> and all these guys the that podcast are everyone wants a buck. sticks and they're, they're just out there promoting and who they are. They're the best. And I'm like, bro, I'll fish circles around you any day of the week. <laughs> you know what? I've been doing this since I was a kid. And then you don't even know half of what you're regurgitating is stuff that you're hearing from the guy on my right and left right here. Right. They're That's like regurgitating that. a math problem you saw on the board, but you don't understand the equation. Exactly. Jesse said it best when we were trying to do this podcast. We have like four episodes down, yeah, but they're we not did great. A podcast. <laughs> um, it was put them up. Put them up. Them up. <laughs> it's almost just like this, man. It's just, we, I feel we like go off track. And we, we talk about fishing stories. It makes the best podcast, it's I think. so fun feel, for us. Dude. And yeah. an hour and a half goes by so fast, but our recording equipment was jammed. <laughs> me, and, me, me and Matt right now are like, fuck, dude, this is how it should have been. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm more than happy that you guys have no, one. Dude, and we hey, can come shout out here Darren and Chris. Hell yeah, you guys come on anytime you want. This is, this Darren and Chris epic. handle this shit. This podcast this is, is it. dope, man. This, this is it. Come, this is the you. outlet we needed yeah. to hop on and be able to talk. But Jesse said on one episode, and this is not knocking anyone. This is just something he said in the spur of the moment. I've forgotten more over the years I've been fishing than most of these guys will ever learn. That's right. True. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's true because. And I consider up, myself the same way. Yeah. I will forget more than I've ever learned. Or, or you know, I mean, it's. I've forgotten more knowledge that so I've gained over the years than most people. Yeah, will Jesse learn. talked about how he got involved in fishing with the beginning of, you know, with, with your dad and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, what my mentor in fishing was my uncle, Uncle Bones from Florida. Okay. Greatest one, Hell of, the, yeah. one of the Florida greatest angler. fishing. Florida yeah. anglers are fucking one of the greatest. Breed, dude. Yes, one of the greatest <laughs> fishing states around. My cousins and uh, are still out there, still fish to this day, and uh, I'm trying to get one of them to come on one of our. Uh, not the uh, the uh, charter challenge. Oh, nice. Trying to get them to come out for that, and. Dude, they're fishing fools, and my uncle. What even? I didn't spend a whole lot of time with him, but I always knew he fished. And I grew up fishing in the in the rock quarries around here. And when I go to Florida, we go fishing, and I caught the biggest fish I ever caught was out there was a nurse shark. Nice, <laughs> you know, and and two hundred. We didn't get to weigh it. It was once we. Fa- it, was huge, it. Oh, it was huge, dude. It was huge, dude. It was huge. So, but you know, I mean, it. You know, it's the old timers that. Uh, we need to, and it, it, we'll call that a way of giving back, is to keep their legacy going. Totally. It, it, you know, oh, yep. uh, and, and to teach those that from what we were taught from them. Well, the old timers have the ultimate etiquette. Yes. Like, we learn from them. Yep. That's where all these rules were based, especially in bass fishing. Yeah. That's where it all came from. Yeah, I'm trying to get my them. cousin Cody to come out here so bad. He wants I, to catch a bluefin like there's no tomorrow. Oh, man. Yeah, there's no better place to do it. Yep. Yeah, that's well, easy. I, yeah. t- I take it back. Uh, Atlantic. This is probably one of the funnest places to do it, my friend. But in the it, Atlantic, they get way fucking bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but the northern part, we, I don't know if they have them in Florida. Florida. Northern northern got sports they got yellowtail or yellowfin around where they're at, I no, think. But not, the not, bluefin. not bluefin. Bluefin's not here. Yeah, it's just the only place in... Cataboating, dude. Yeah, this is the only place where we haul out you know, all the you know, SoCal anglers and fucking... Let's go Let's go. Going back to etiquette, another thing. I remember, like I said, watching Bassmasters and bass tournaments on TV. And um, Mike Iaconelli and Kevin Van Dam are two. Of course, they're like two staples in the fishing, yeah. bass fishing industry. But there have always been two of my favorites to watch right. on TV. There's other great bass fishermen, but they're just fishermen. Mike Iaconelli is one of the funnest to watch in a tournament setting. Yeah, when He's somebody, animated. 
he's animated, and when somebody and he is always barefooted. Yep. And when someone rolls their boat in a hundred yards from him, he is fucking flipping out, casting <laughs> at him, casting at him, <laughs> screaming at him, and and even though he wasn't on there when I was young, a lot of the anglers back then were like that. You yeah. were not to come. No. This is a, well, you know, lake that's thirty miles long. Yep. I'm here. Go I'm away. To Gotta keep my and when when I started seeing fishing my get more condensed, off. you're fucking zooming in. Yeah, you're, you're zooming in, fish. and I've been here fishing for 20 minutes. Yeah. And, and if you lost. roll in within casting distance, you're an a hole. But it happens. No, and if and if you Dude. and if you think 100 yards is not castable, you're wrong. With but see, but that's the thing. But nowadays, you're casting think about there. this. Nowadays, people don't have to learn how to fish; <laughs> they have to fish for boats. Yeah. Yeah, they look let for that, the bend poles. That, yeah. Look at I took all my drags off in. my reel. People don't fish the sound? Yeah, he the did. Way my drags <laughs> to find my fish. drags make no sound. You have to he has when to I'm go, fighting oh, a fish. Oh, they go cuz like that little clicker thing. Yeah. yeah. I cut them out of all of my reels. Really? Yeah, I don't so want people knowing I'm on a fish. I keep my rods low like I'm bass fishing when I'm trout fishing. Because you'll see someone driving by on the lake and you're bent on a fish and they'll turn their boat and come park. His 20 tongue feet is from fucking yeah. hanging out, going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. It's just sad, but that's something that you know maybe we'll. Hey, we, there's a there's a lot of us in California. We gotta figure this shit out. You know what I mean? Keep your elbows. We're overpopulated. You with need fishermen. to probably go ahead and introduce yourself to the person you're gonna fish next to and be very fucking and polite. Ask if it's okay. Yeah. And hey, if they say no, do you mind if I pull up next to you? you just go find another spot. <laughs> do you mind if I mind if I tie fish off to your everywhere. boat and fish with you? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, honestly, it's getting. I don't. I think it's getting better. Where if you're out offshore and you you found your kelp patty right for the yellowfin and dodos and all that. If you're on, you know, seventy two or sixty eight or, or even sixteen at some points, where if you've got your radio on, more often than not, you'll actually have guys calling in saying, "Hey." Can I come in? Can I come in? And there's, you know, there oftentimes most people they're super cool about it, saying, "Yeah, you know, I've got a northwest drift or something." You know, follow the leader, and I've done that before, where um, I was on a patty um, back in my charter boat days, and someone, you know, asked me to come in, and sure, yeah, yeah, sure, no Normal problem. Limits, so yeah. yeah. Maybe the easiest thing is communication when right. it comes to a yeah. lot of this is just to be able to not just. Take your little bravado and roll up next to someone and try to shoulder them out. You know what I mean? Whether it be in a boat or on shoreline. But probably be like, hey, you know, you I'm mind? fishing the same water as you. Yeah. Let me just roll up. You know, I'm not going to fucking cross your line. I know how to fucking cast. And, and if you don't know how to cast, go farther away from them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, like, I think it's communication would probably help. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of us in SoCal. I don't know if you've noticed this traffic is fucking getting worse. So. Yeah, but there's <laughs> droves of people leaving. <laughs> I don't know where they're, no, where they're leaving. Hey, I don't hey, know where they're hey, leaving there's from. There's an exchange, dude. Everybody who's leaving, a lot of folks are coming in because yep. they've been living across the United States, living in the shitty weather. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Sorry, guys. SoCal. We got hot sun and cold sun. That's it, dude. It's all sun. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? It's 87 degrees today. Yeah. yeah. Is it really? Yeah, it's when I was driving up here, it's 87. It's like, Holy cow. It's like We're 90 in our here. And like, Flip-flops. Yeah, like chilling. Man. We're not even at Valentine's Day. And it's right. <laughs> oh, but we have like two days in the 60s next week. So. Yeah. Yeah. Springtime's here. Yeah, it is. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. You know what that means? So that's probably Time to fish. Time to fish. Everybody. The sun is spreading when I feel that sun. All well, you trout fishermen, you guys fish in the cold. So. Yes. So. We fish whatever, dude. 
especially that ice fishing. I'll go in big around winter time into my pyramid season. That's it. Yeah. That's all I do in the winter. No more Big Bear Lake. No. No more ice fishing there. I wanted to go. <laughs> <laughs> it only froze up a little bit. We couldn't yeah, walk out. There was one. <laughs> that was don't like go to Big Bear Lake. <laughs> don't do it uh, again. Don't do it. Don't listen to Steve half the time. I'll tell you where it is because there's many states in this country that you can ice fish, mm -hmm. and the ice fishing is phenomenal. Just depends on what species you want to get into. And where we ice fish is in Utah. Yeah, I won't mm. say where in Utah. I know where it's at. My dad lived five minutes from there. Well, amazing place. Oh, yeah, dude, Salt so Lake. Awesome. Come on, is it in Salt Lake? No, just kidding. Sure. <laughs> sure. sure. <laughs> it's so beautiful in that part. So beautiful. So different. I was so mad when he moved to Havasu. Oh, what a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> We're, you know, I had trips planned for all of us to go because we had a place to stay and, and drive 10 minutes to that lake. Oh, yeah, that place is, that place is pretty special. Oh, I made a friend out there in another lake that he fishes, he ice fishes. Um, he just pulled a, he said 29. I'm like, just call it a 30, 30 <laughs> pound lake trout. Just Matt? through the ice, yep. Matt Fork, Matt Fork right. Fishing yeah. Adventures. Yep. Fork Fishing Adventures. Dude's legit. That's the guy who we Big I Bear met California. over Instagram. <laughs> met over Instagram. He invited us out to ice fish in Big Bear, California. <laughs> <laughs> Me, Steve, and Dad went out there. He On met us. He met us in his city at a bar and loaned me his auger, <laughs> the drill. Never met me before. Met us at That's a bar awesome. for an hour. Gave me his auger, told us where to go, how to do it. Couldn't fish with us the next day because he worked. So we had all his equipment for hey, all days. How'd you get his auger back to him? He met us the he next day the and next brought day. that guy who sat there and watched Matt and I put on a clinic. Oh, no kidding. And yeah. was like, hey, man, you guys are really good. Yeah, like, fuck you guys. How long have you guys been ice fishing for? And I looked at Matt and I go, well, now, this is my jig, second day. <laughs> jig fishing anywhere. Saltwater, freshwater. I don't care what it is. Yeah. Jig fishing is an art form. Fishing is fishing is fishing is fishing. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, this guy is used to, uh, what would you call it? Hard bait. Sit still fishing. Power bait. <laughs> well, no. what, do you, what do you, bait and weight? Bait and weight jig yeah. with a piece of shrimp Cadence on it. Is I can only do that if I'm drinking with the boys nowadays. Mm -hmm. And he's got a fish finder, you know, the hole in the hole. Yeah, oh yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Yards, ice fishing. Hummingbird. Yeah, that's what he's used so to. So he's <laughs> watching your fish come up on your hook. Totally. He's like, oh, there's fish here, and then me and Steve are bent. So he messaged me about a month ago. He was ice fishing and got his first fish jigging on a ghoulie jig. Nice. And I said, dude, congratulations, because that's the fucking beginning of the damn wormhole you're going down. <laughs> and it's a big wormhole. It's a huge it's wormhole. A huge you're wormhole. Start buying That's all your kinds first of hit of crack, dude. Like it's because over Matt throws Matt <laughs> got you addicted when he's ice fishing. Biden's he throws a, you out a three inch pack. rattle trap <laughs> down to the floor and yanks rattle traps all day long. That's what I was thinking of the rattle trap. That's what he told Boom. me. Boom. The, all the wipers, Slays wipers, it. yeah, wipers and tigers. That's all he's after. And so you followed Dave Brown on Instagram, right? Come on, Dave. We're not going. So. We're on the same look, track. Look at, look at the lake trout that he just pulled up. I saw the ones he snagged. <laughs> <laughs> just he, 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 got, he got those in the ice. Really? Yeah. Huge. Really? Huge, big. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. They're, oh, up, they're yeah. up there those filming. Those are no joke. Yeah, filming ice Don't fishing. Don't you know. Don't you know. Oh. Don't you know. <laughs> no, I made, I made Matt. So when Matt Fork sent pictures to uh -huh. us, what was it, 30-pounder that he yeah. caught? He caught it on one of the lures I gave him when we were up there on nice. that trip. Really right, on I a small that, one? No, the big, the big ones that I made. No when shit. I, that whole box, like, wow. Remember when we went up there? I made like this giant tackle box mm -hmm. and stuff to give him for Lake Trout, just to say thank you for all that big bear etiquette that he taught us. <laughs> <laughs> that 
was and I gave him how to box. get out of there yeah. carefully. So he had sent he had sent me a message prior to leaving to go to Big Bear and said, "Hey, I'm going to be heading up there. I'm going to catch a record liquor." I didn't know that's what he caught on. Yeah, he caught it on one of the one of the. Was it a record liquor on yours? No, it wasn't. Uh, it was, but it was a nice lake. Really it was, nice liquor. Yeah, fish. Yeah, and it was it's it's nothing special. I think it was the Tiger Rabbit. That's that awesome. was one of the and best said, producers yeah. in the ice, by the way, with the small ones. So, yeah. with your ghoulie jigs, what are some of your best producers? Death dealer, dude. The death dealer. The and meth dealer, dude. And, and, and I what have color? A gentleman who I just made an all black one for with no flash, no color, all right. black, because he swears that pyramid, that's the thing. So, the death dealer, what color is it? Black it's and what? Black, and copper, gold. and gold. Oh, wow. And then the, the Demonio is a black and red, and that one has almost been out producing the Death Dealer at Pyramid every time you go. But that's wow. like my go-to color everywhere Right, that color. Um, kind of match the hatch a little bit? Is not really. No, no, because you want more browns, I, just, I guess. I just made it because I like dark colors, and I, I fucked around and put this together, and it worked. And that lake's different. Those trout aren't real trout. They're yeah, no, they're dinosaurs. It's, they it's hit weird shit. And dark I made a Wonder Bread, bro. A Wonder Bread. Yeah, white with lure. like red, yellow, and it was, it was, it was a pearl and white lure, and I did the same colors like Pink, you would see. Blue, no, yellow. blue, yellow, and red, and red, like you would see on the Wonder Bread. Yeah. Packaging. I made it, and we call it. Um, one of the guys that we met when we were out there, he's like, "Oh, it looks like a clown car." I was like, well, it's, it's Wonder Bread, but okay, we'll, clown call, car. we'll call it the clown car. Was, was he talking about the car you guys all got out of up there? No, no. You see us get out of one car, it's yeah. a clown car. Clown car, clown car. car. Is. He, we, we met him while we were there, and, and it was my last day. I was heading home, and I kind of gave him the rest of my lures, and he was just showing up for, and he didn't know what he was doing. Right. Showed up on a whim, had seen that. There was big fish in the lake and had got a tent and had a net that was not equipped for what he was doing. <laughs> Matt and Jesse, I think, ended up giving him a net. What was Azure. A- a- I just spoke a- with his buddy the other day. Azure, yeah, dude. Azure. Azure's a dude. And he took, and I gave him Azure, a bunch of lures. And he, he was like, oh, my God, dude. The fish he was catching, he was like, these things are amazing. Yeah. We did. I did one that was, uh, have you ever seen, like, the frog, like a... Uh, like the frog eyes that you would get. On yeah. The so I made I made a, a, a bait that was painted that color, and between that and, and the uh, the Wonder Bread or what he called the clown car, dude, he was like these things are. He did really that. well, and, and and on the ghoulie jigs too. Yeah, on nice. one that we don't do well on. That's um, crazy. His buddy just placed an order the other day. His name's Greg, and he lives. Have you met? You haven't met Ryan, I don't think. That fishes out there for Lama Glass. No. Um, <laughs> you need to meet Ryan. Ryan boy. is a character, but he's a slayer. <laughs> hey, and Ryan's he's a jig dope, fisherman. Dude. And he messaged me the other day. He's like, "Hey, my homie Greg from my hometown just ordered baits from you." And he messaged me and showed me a picture. And I was like, "Oh, I know that guy. He fishes out at Pyramid." He's like, "Yeah, his name's Matt." He's like, "I know, I know that guy." <laughs> and he, pers- Greg, proceeded to tell him the story of us meeting him out at Pyramid and giving him the, the. We gave him a bunch of lures and the, the just gave him net and the the spot. And the retrieves, we literally gave him the book to success. The, the playbook, yeah. And nice. He went out there because we wanted him to have a good time. And him and his buddy had a great time. And now they're heading back out in a few more days and going to do it again. Good. And I'm like, dude, I'm jealous. Yeah. I'd be out there literally every day if I could. I'll tell you something about that. Like, if, if you're going to go there, don't just go for one fucking day. No, three days. Like, you, you got to go three to four. Be, 
because you're gonna have to find the bite. Because it, every, you see all these people with fish, but you did not know how long they took to get that fucker on the line. <laughs> <laughs> I sat there for um, the second day. I had already fell down, busting my ass on a tufa. Um, Water so babies like, tried to drown you. Are yeah. you talking about the last trip we did? Yeah, last trip we did. The one I caught my my personal best when I was out in the front of the thing. But um, what happened? Nothing. What happened? What were we talking about? Nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> we're just going on three hours, so it's time <laughs> yeah, to go. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna have to wrap this up here real soon. <laughs> Nothing happened. Just we communicating. Told you we were going for the record. Yeah, <laughs> I think we got it here. We're at two and a half hours now. Damn, so yeah, that's yeah. the Anyways, longest pon- podcast. Are you gonna edit it down? New we'll probably record. be two parter. Anyways, get oh, your moonshine. Yeah. Get your ladder. Hang out there. Jig away, morning and evenings. All right, you can jig through the rest of the day if you want, but I see you get lunch. That's a whole episode, <laughs> right? Pyramid. Well, I'm not well kidding. Well, guys, um, one by one, how do we get in contact with you guys? Instagram, perhaps. <laughs> um, yeah, Instagram. You can order lures on our websites. My personally, it's warpaintedlures.com. Instagram's uh, Warpaint Customs. For the tug of war baits, y'all are gonna have to hold out on that. Dude. That's that comes in seasons and out of retirement. Days, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. out of retirement. Here's the my thing: homie fucking gets the tug, energy for it. So. Tug of war baits is still on Instagram. I took the website down just because I was getting orders and I didn't want it to take too much time on trying to get orders back to people because I'm busy. I've got other things in my life that I'm dealing with. Mm-hmm. Message me. Say that you listen to the podcast, that you appreciate what it is that we were talking about. If there's something that you see that you like, we can discuss. Other than that, you can find me on Tug Life Chronicles. That's my main Instagram account. He also wraps rods, too, if you need one. (laughs) He does a lot of things. (laughs) Tug Life also wraps rods if you need one. Uh, I make a good stick. Yeah, you do. I'm just, you know what, again... I'm, I'm one of those guys that I'm not out there trying to... I did it for a little bit, and I go back and I think, man, I feel like I did a disservice to the fishing community No, by trying... I don't see that, that whatsoever. No. Nope. Well, I appreciate that from you guys, but now I'm, I've am i I've taken words of wisdom from some of my really good friends that... Everybody has a hustle. And ninjas move in silence. Yep. That's right. I don't need to sit there and try to <laughs> flex or show off or do anything else because i know at the end of the day all i do is try to compete about the dude is compete against against the guy that i see in the mirror that's me yep exactly i'm not trying to beat anybody else all i care about is making myself better day by day how about you matt where we find you at uh i'm on instagram uh ghoulie.jigs and how do you spell that g-h-o-u-l-i-e dot j i g s cool. and then the same for my email except it's at gmail and then ghoulijigs.com is the website perfect order the death dealer stinger if y'all want to get dead dude don't death order stingers dealer. don't order so stingers, stingers. <laughs> order so that stinger, so, okay so here's a fun fact real quick one minute of this should have never made it dude um <laughs> the, the line i use is 175 yard spool and i i calculated that i can make about 2100 this is shooting low 2100 stingers off of it i've gone through three spools in the last year wow i just did this math the other day and it blew my mind i'm like that's so many stingers because everyone's ordering the stingers because i promoted them so hard over yeah you did i'm like please stop 
<laughs> stingers are just. <laughs> I don't make money on the stingers. Discontinued. There's a mealworm hook. That's I, all it is, I, I dude. really keep them on the website because Cheating. I feel like I'm the first one that did it. Right. <laughs> but they're a pain in the ass. It and I haven't like been it. fishing them lately. So that's that's where you can find me. And uh, I appreciate every order that I get. Perfect. That's awesome. Guys, this was fun. Thank you so much for being here. This was a blast. Um, I'm appreciate glad you're making it a two-parter because I felt like we went long, but I had a great time talking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, For and sure. we'll definitely have you guys back yeah. on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. This yeah. was fun. And I'm also looking forward to that tournament, too, coming. coming yeah, soon. we'll put this together. I'm not kidding. This is something I've thought about for about six months now, and Crystal knows I'm serious. So oh, boy. <laughs> when I start talking about stuff to her, she knows it's happening. Right. Nice. So it's going to happen. We'll just put it together, and, and everyone just look out for it. CCA, ACC collab? What? what? Yeah, I have to call it ACC, even though now I put those pictures on the story the other day, and people wanted to order shirts. Uh, which I can, back. I can have pe- them printed one at right. a time, I guess. But it gets expensive. it's known as the ACC tournament. Right. So I couldn't call it the Gooey Jigs tournament. You have to just change the acronym a little bit. No, I wanted to do the CCA tournament with... Bink, 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 bink. Yeah. Insert company names here. Yeah. At I think Cochran. that would you be three. the better way <laughs> to go about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, brought to you by the originators of the ACC. There you go. Yeah. Something Exa- like that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So people register you gotta work what the it ACC is. in there because If you that's don't work in the ACC tournament, they'll have no clue what it is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, they my, name, my name means nothing. Oh, yeah. You think oh, come on now. <laughs> ACC well, means a lot ACC to the, the, the OGs. Well, if you take out the business names, the behind-the-scene names don't well, really okay. go far. Right. So gotcha. when you I say ACC saying. Spotted Bay Bass Series, people are like, oh, I've heard of that. If you say the tournament that Matt used to put on, they're like, who the fuck is Matt? <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny is because is, Matt and I, again, we're, we're good friends. I've got some of his angler stickers on the side of my boat. Yeah. And we'll go out and people are like, I fished those tournaments. I know. I, yeah, it's, that's it's awesome. Just, it's, it's well, I was just, with you one time rec- when someone yeah. said that to name, us, and I go, man, that made me real, feel really good. I'm not kidding. I'm sure. sure. And I was it, really it down should. in life at that time, and it brought me back And you're up. just like, fuck yes. Like, cool. Yep. I did something. <laughs> yeah, you made somebody die day. tomorrow, and I have a name behind me. And baby, I've got some of your Akuma stickers on my boat too. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I fish Akuma all the time. And I like always shouting him out. I love Akuma. <laughs> I just I only have one of them fuckers, dude. That's I used my to have pyramid a bunch rod, dude. Yeah. Okuma and I send a lot of people to that rod. Mm. Like, it's a good stick. It's a good stick, dude. Yep. Very cool. So, like well, guys, thank you again. Really appreciate thank you guys you. coming here. You appreciate it. Absolutely yeah, it was fun. And Absolutely. shout out to you guys who are listening. Much love, you guys. <laughs> awesome. Appreciate that, man. Well, guys, that is it for this week of the Doc Talk podcast. Really appreciate you guys listening to us this week. And uh, don't forget to go to our website at DocTalkPodcast.com to listen to all of the latest episodes, along with following us on Instagram at PodcastDocTalk. My name's Chris. Darren, good to be with you again. It was great times. Yep. And uh, we will see you all next week. Thank you so much. Take care, everyone. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Let's. Well, we'll